Hello, and welcome back to our series on application modernization. I'm your host, Luke Schantz. In our last episode, we discussed culture. In this episode, we're going to be talking about skills, repurposing old skills, and acquiring new skills. And to kick off this conversation with Andrea Crawford from the IBM Garage, I often use the word heritage because, and it is a purposeful substitution for the word legacy, because I think heritage has a more meaningful connotation in terms of the skills and the workforce that we're dealing with. I don't want our clients to forget that the workforce was built up over a number of years using technologies like Java, and it's still extremely prevalent today. And we should not leave that behind, but hey, how about a freshen up, right? You know, so I remember, you know, back in the day prior to Spring Boot, now we're Spring Boot 2, and now we're micro profile and being able to shape development in a way where it's more geared towards cloud native and containers, which is a good thing. And so, again, it's just adding more options to the toolbox. Look, IT is awesome, but ultimately, people are some of our greatest assets. And what we really want to encourage is this sort of new sort of engineering mindset where we are looking at even those personas and roles that are not like traditional developers, but operations and infrastructure engineering, they are an integral part of our enterprise as well. Their skills have to be updated as well. Having that engineering mindset, attacking a problem, not just patching it up with a Band-Aid. You know, you've got your file systems being blown out by logs and you just call it, clip it and wait till it happens again. You know, that's not the engineering mindset, right? Like, let's fix the problem and let's do it through code. And let's pull it through a pipeline and let's make sure it's tested. And that's not just for a developer who's coding an application, but also for other personas in the enterprise as well. And what are we doing in terms of our workforce skills, in terms of interacting with others in the enterprise that are not the traditional stakeholders? So being more collaborative in general with security and audit and compliance and operations and infrastructure and being able to collaborate in that type of way. The skills are going to have to be modernized as well, but our people are worth it because I tell you, when you get somebody who is passionate about what they do and they acquire skills and you unleash them on a problem, holy smokes, the kind of output that you can get. But to be able to put on your empathy cap and say, hey, what is it that we can do to help amp up workforce skills and modernize them in a way where they're going to be relevant to what the business needs to do in terms of that value add. Digital badging, um, gamification, collaboration with peers and colleagues is going to be key. So really big fan of what Andrea had to say. And I want to share with you next part of my conversation with JJ, because he also has such an empathetic perspective towards the heritage developer and about the path moving forward. Not only what does application modernization look like, but what does skill modernization look like for a developer? There's a lot of developers out there who have come from the traditional ways of doing software development, using Waterfall, using the Java-based ecosystem to be successful. First of all, thank you. If it wasn't for you, we would not be here today. Like genuinely, like we are standing on your shoulders as 
as cloud practitioners or DevOps practitioners, however you want to say it, if it wasn't for y'all, we would not be where we are today. So first of all, thank you. Now, you're probably worried that, okay, you might get left behind. Don't worry. What I'm telling you as someone who lives and breathes in this world every single day, do not worry. First of all, you are still extremely, extremely skilled in what you are doing. And the paradigm switch to move to cloud native, if you are willing to put the effort in, it doesn't happen overnight, but if you are willing to put the effort in, you are going to blow any brand new and cloud engineer out of the water because you've already seen these problems. You've actually felt the, the, the pain. So when you start seeing how the cloud native ecosystem has started answering some of those pains that you lived with for so long, then all of a sudden you're like, oh my goodness, I don't have to worry about X, Y, and Z anymore. I can actually focus on doing A, B, and C instead. That retooling of your skill set to make that happen, you will blow everyone out of the water. You just need to take that first step. And before you know it, you'll be successful. Listening to what Andrea and JJ had to say, I can't help but to reflect on my own journey from infrastructure as a service to hybrid cloud. It really was only five or six years ago, I was still going to trainings on how to set up highly available load balanced infrastructures and disaster recovery systems. And here we are today with this robust ecosystem of open source projects and mature and secure enterprise offerings. So then when I examine those problems that we were trying to solve then and look at how this generation of tools and techniques is addressing them, I really can see that progression. And I realized, hey, we wouldn't be here today if we hadn't gone through what we did. So to close out this episode, I wanted to share with you an excerpt from my conversation with Dewan about his career coaching work. So besides my work now at Red Hat before at IBM, I also do career coaching, and this is my way of giving back to the community. And what I talk about with my clients is I follow a model of Ikigai. So Ikigai, it's a Japanese concept, and it talks about four different blocks in our life. The first one is what you're good at. The second one is what you love to do. Third one is what the world needs. And the fourth one is what the world would pay you for. So repurposing skills, we can think of in two terms. One is repurposing skills so that it can benefit the company that we work at and repurposing skills so that it can benefit us as an individual. And these two are actually very, very related. So let's talk to take an example of a Java developer. So this Java developer has been working with legacy Java technologies because that's what the product is. It's a legacy Java product. And then uh, he or she didn't have to change much in terms of gaining new skills. But then it's kind of pigeonholing that person because technology is evolving and the customer are actually trying to adapt to new technology. So when that transition happens, and although it's slow, but an obvious transition, that person might find themselves in a difficult situation. So that's why repurposing skills is very much necessary. And for each person, for each technology, for each company, that answer would vary. But there's always some general guideline. So general guideline is how you can make your application go faster and do cloud adoption, because that's where most of the technology is going. And then if we start with that question, then we start with going with containers and then CI, CD models, all this, how you can incorporate your particular expertise for those specific tools. And let's say for that Java developer, maybe the first step would be, can you 
containerize your application. Let's see you have an application. Can you write a Docker file for that? Now that you have a Docker file for that, can you do multi-stage Docker file? So like I'm talking about legacy Java application, but then again, there's always this transition step. And of course, with repurposing skills, you have to bring some important key stakeholders in that conversation. So if you have a manager, uh, if you have a team lead, you need to, you want to have that conversation that, hey, by the way, I understand this is my duty, this is my responsibility, but I'd like to learn these new things, which of course will help me and the team as well. And I'm pretty sure like most teams will be okay with that. Thank you for joining us for our episode on skills. In our next and final episode, we're going to be talking production systems, hybrid cloud, and checking back in with all our experts for their last bits of advice for you on application modernization. See you next time.